If you like this podcast, you're going to really like McClanahan Academy. Head over to McClanahanAcademy.com. That's McClanahanAcademy.com. Enroll. It's free of charge. You get a free class, 10 Myths of American History. When you do enroll, I've got nearly 20 classes there available for purchase. Go to McClanahanAcademy.com. Enroll today and get a real history education. The Brian McClanahan Show, episode 457. It's time to think locally and act locally. Welcome to the Brian McClanahan Show. Welcome back to the Brian McClanahan Show. Glad to be back on the program. Very glad to be here. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page, and subscribe to my YouTube page where you can watch this podcast. You can find all those social media accounts on my webpage. BrianMcClanahan.com. That's B-R-I-O-N McClanahan.com. My Twitter handle is at Brian McClanahan. Same thing with Facebook and same thing with YouTube. So easy to find me. You got to have that O in there though. So head on over to those things. Check me out there. Get my logo and all kinds of cool stuff. I've actually had some people. Somebody bought a clock the other day. This is really cool because nobody ever bought a clock before, but somebody did purchase a Brian McClanahan show logo clock. And I think that's awesome. But t-shirts, stickers, all kinds of cool stuff with my logo on it. It's a great way to advertise a show that you like it. I've also got the Think Locally, Act Locally stickers out there. So I make very little on these things. It's just kind of an advertising tool if you want to do it. Go ahead and do it. I 100% support your effort in that way. Also get a book plate there if you want an autograph on one of my books. I've got a number of those. A new one out, the Jeffersonian tradition. Also Southern Scribblings from last year about the same time. Lots of great stuff there. So go and check those books out. Uh, and as always, share the podcast right on social media. Rate it where you get your podcast. Let people know you're thinking locally and acting locally. So let's talk about the episode, the topic of the day, which is kind of like a Think Locally, Act Locally episode. But again, staying on this theme of bashing these Lincolnian nationalists who don't realize that by pushing Lincolnian nationalism, they're actually undermining their own position. And we're going to go forward with Ron DeSantis. Now, I've been complimentary of Ron DeSantis, but I had an email from a listener. He said, hey, look, I just want to give you a heads up. Ron DeSantis is pushing to get rid of critical race theory in schools, which I'm all for. I mean, we don't need that. Uh, we don't need a neo-segregationist message in schools across the United States, which is what critical race theory is. It's a neo-segregationist message. We've just flipped it on its head from the 1950s, and now we're saying that in, the in, in 2021, all the things that were being said about black Americans in the 1950s are now being said about white Americans in 2021. This is what we're doing. We don't need that, right? We, we, we got rid of that in the 1950s. We don't need to bring it back in another modified form with just a different race of people here in 2021. So let's get rid of that. But, but what the conservatives are doing, the quote-unquote conservatives, is creating a mess for themselves. And this is what I, why I wrote the piece in Chronicles, which incited the ire of Michael Anton and the Claremont people and the American greatness people. The real problem from these fools is they don't realize the fools that they are. You see, the 1776 Commission report and the 1619 project are two sides of the same coin. They both believe the same thing. And I'm going to I'm going to show you 100% exhibit A B C I mean look, I've already given you exhibit A of Biden standing up there if you're on my email list. Biden standing up and saying, "Look, the American United States is built on an idea." There's exhibit A. That's what the 1776 commission people would say. All you got to do is read the 1619 project and Nicole Hannah uh, Jones saying, you know what? 
America's built on an ideal. It's just that black Americans carried that forward longer than anybody else. White Americans betrayed that idea early on. So she believes in the proposition nation myth. She certainly does. And she's saying that this is the basis of black American resistance to the modern status quo. By the way, I want to answer a quick question. Speaking of that, I had somebody comment on YouTube, and he says he never misses a show, so I'm sure he's going to get this comment. He said, look, I'm a black Latino, and I love your show, but I have a question. If I'm told over and over again that the, that the United States is racist, the Constitution is racist, why should I support the Constitution? Why should I support any of this stuff? Well, first of all, the Constitution is actually race neutral. There's nothing in the Constitution that's pro one race or another. There's nothing that's anti-one race or another. In fact, they don't even use racial terms in the Constitution itself. So in that way, it's race neutral. And the principles of federalism also are race neutral. Now, you can say that local governments are going to do things that we don't like, or you know, state governments, these kind of things, even the central authority. But the, the structure has nothing to do with race at all. It's what governments and people in the governments do that has something to do with race. So as far as supporting the Constitution in its original intent, which was a federal republic, that's a beautiful thing to support, no matter who you are of what race. This is where the Anglo-American traditions, the idea of civil liberties, the idea of political self-determination, the idea of liberty itself, going all the way back to 1215 in the Magna Carta, and even before that, when you look at the Greeks and the Romans, but certainly the Anglo-American tradition, which is what the United States is built on, is so beautiful. It doesn't matter what race you are, what background you are. Look, my people, my people, if you just want to say we're going to base this on culture, I'm primarily Celtic-Irish. If there's anybody in the old empire that should hate the English, it would be me if I'm just going to hang on to the old traditions and say, I hate the English. And, you know, when I watch... Uh, pro-Irish stuff, yeah, I get a little tinge of the, uh, take it out. Pro, you mean, if, you're, if you're anyone who's a Celt in any way and you watch Braveheart, you don't feel a tinge of, yeah, go get the English. I mean, you're not, you don't have the, their blood running through your veins. But on the other hand, I recognize that how important these traditions are for the stability, the rule of law, the things that the founding generation moved forward. These are important and beautiful things that we all benefit from. So no matter what your race, what your cultural background is, you benefit from the blessings of, being, of living in a society with Anglo-American political traditions. We don't want those things to go away because losing them brings you the garbage that's all around the world. It doesn't matter where you're talking about. It could be in Central Europe and what they actually, their political culture is completely different. It could be there. We get the Anglo-American political traditions. Now, some of that is Germanic, of course, but it's infused with Roman, a little bit of Roman uh, you know, history there. You've got the Romans in, in, uh, influencing Britain. Uh, you've got French. You've got, some, you've got a real mix of things that developed over time on that island that would then benefit anyone that came into contact with them over the years if they allowed those Anglo-American or Anglo-traditions and then Anglo-American traditions to be part of it. Now, political culture matters, and maybe that doesn't work for that political culture. You, know, you can't, for example, I think, foist Anglo-American traditions on a people that, have no, that aren't receptive to them. You can't do that, and nor should you try. But that's what I would say this. So I say all that digression there because I wanted to answer that question, and since we're getting into this critical race theory stuff, 
And this is what the 1619 Project people teach you, that you've got to hate America because it's racist. Well, Americans were racist. Americans were racist in ways that we would find repugnant all the way up and through the 20th century. Okay, this is, the, this is true. There's nothing untrue about that statement. There's nothing untrue about Lincoln wanting to colonize up until the day he died. There's nothing, there's nothing that's not true about that. There's nothing that's, this is, what, this is where the 1776 people start telling lies. And they do it because they want to persuade people like this listener that, oh, no, these people were all just, they were anti-racist, they were, they were anti-slavery. Well, they might have been anti-slavery, many of them were, but they weren't anti-racist. That doesn't mean that this person can't still love that founding tradition because that founding tradition gave us this beauty of written constitutions and self-determination and the quest for liberty. These are beautiful things. So I would say, who cares? Who cares if they were or weren't? It doesn't affect you today. And he asked that. Well, if it doesn't, does it affect me? No, it doesn't affect you. Embrace that idea of self-determination, individual liberty that you've gotten, that now because of where you live, you can have. I assume he lives in the United States. He may not. I mean, I get, look, I get people listening to this podcast all over the world. Over 100 countries, people listen to this podcast, which is amazing to me. But it's, I mean, it's, it's a, I've got people listening all over the world. So that's fun. So maybe you need that where you are, a little more Anglo-American tradition there. <clears throat> but I want to talk about Ron DeSantis because the legislation that they've pushed forward in Florida now has a statement in it that I think is scary. And then I'm going to piggyback that on to a piece that appeared at justthenews.com. I told you, justthenews.com is where you want to go if you want to get uh, interesting scoops. Drudge Report has got problems with it now, but justthenews.com is more or less just the news. Now, it has a conservative slant most of the time, but in but conservatism, what does that actually mean anymore? So anyways, let me get to these pieces. This first one is at floridapolitics.com, and it's written by uh, a political reporter there. June 6th, governor will play in school board races. Governor Ron DeSantis returned to the Fox News Channel Saturday night in a segment ta taped the evening before, but with a message relevant to the political cycle in to come. On Unfiltered with Dan Bongino, Dan DeSantis vowed to return his political apparatus, to turn his political apparatus, I'm sorry, against Republican school board candidates who oppose his educational reforms. We're not going to support any Republican candidate for school board who supports critical race theory in all 67 counties or supports mandatory masking of school children, school children DeSantis told Bongino. That's great, right? This is Think Locally, Act Locally. I said this is a Think Locally, Act Locally episode, and it is. So this is where I said last Thursday, get involved in these local school board races. You can change the world with your school board if you want to change the world. But you could just change your local area. That would be good. <laughs> That'd be great. School board races in Florida are nonpartisan. Uh, this is where the little reporter has to throw that in there because DeSantis doesn't know anything. That's what they always do. They have a little thing. Oh, gotcha. They're nonpartisan. But anyways, local elections matter. We're going to get the Florida political apparatus involved so we can make sure there's not a single school board member who supports critical race theory. DeSantis added, again, this is great. This is wonderful Ron DeSantis. Okay? He, he's 100% accurate on this. And the 1776 Commission, people know this as well, and I'll talk about how they're focusing on this. On June 10, the State Board of Education will convene in Jacksonville to vote on a proposal that attacks critical race theory and other deconstructions to, of traditional civics curriculum. 
The proposal will ban defining American history as... Now, this is where it's dangerous. The proposal that they're going to they're gonna vote on, where it's going to ban critical race theory, this is what it says. The proposal will, de- will ban defining American history as, quote, something other than the creation of a new nation based largely on universal principles stated in the Declaration of Independence. So my question is to that. Say, so they're going to say it's going to ban any curriculum that doesn't adhere to the proposition nation myth of America. Is the 1619 Project hostile to the proposition nation, nation myth of America? No, in fact, it supports it 100%. So I could say, well, I mean, Nicole Hannah-Jones could say, well, you know what? I think that it does. We did have a proposition. We did believe that all men are created equal. That's what the founders said, but you, you went back on it. White Americans went back on that, but we believe in that. We believed it created a nation based on a proposition that all men are created equal. And this is what the 1776 people say. That's what the, that's what the 1619 Project says. It's what it all says. I don't think the you know what, honestly, I think what it comes down to is a lot of the people that are railing against the 1619 Project haven't actually read it. It's exactly what it says. I don't think they've read it. Because if they did, they would realize, wait a second, they're saying the same thing we're saying. We're just saying that uh, Americans weren't racist, and they saying they're saying that they were, but we both believe the same thing. Of course, all the evidence is on the side of the other people. It's on the side of the 1619 people when they say that founders are racist. I mean, they were. But as I just answered this question from the the listener who says he's a black Latino, that doesn't matter. Today, it doesn't matter. We're fighting over nothing. We're fighting over who's the least racist of the founders. This is unproductive. This is stupid, in fact. Teachers will also be forbidden to share their personal views or attempt to indoctrinate or persuade students to a particular point of view. Well, I mean, come on now. How are you supposed to do that? And if you just want to do a rote memorization, a catechism, if you will, and this is how history used to be taught, 1776, they learned the state, blah, 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 you went down the line, you could do it that way. You don't have your opinion brought in. Okay, but how, how do you separate opinion from fa- fact, particularly in history? I would say the 1776 people are telling a fairy tale at times. That's their opinion. Next week, I have my commissioner of education going to the Board of Education, banning it, banning any departure from accurate history and following our standards. This is something we've got to stay on the forefront of, DeSantis told Bongino. I have my commissioner of education going to the Board of Education, banning it, banning any departure from accurate history. I did a, a episode a long time ago on you know history as interpretation because that's really all history is for the most part it's interpretation it's not anything but and that's what people don't realize there are very few, I mean there, there are facts in history but history is is history is subjective it's not objective it's subjective and those that don't realize that are are not understanding what history actually is the governor has offered regular denunciations of any of critical race theory in previous stops. You can put lipstick on a pig. A pig is still a pig, DeSantis told, said in Pensacola on May 24th. If we have to play whack-a-mole all over the state stopping this critical race theory, we'll do it. So, okay, I mean, the governor has described schools as indoctrination factories. This is true and has even likened critical race theory to Marxism, which 
it's cultural Marxism in some ways. But let me say, the 1776 report is doing the exact same thing. So then there's a piece in Just the News. Inside story on how the 1776 commission refused to be canceled by Biden. You can abolish a commission. You can take the report off the website, but you can't erase history. Executive Director Matthew Spaulding says his panel shifts, panel shifts focus to the states. Okay, great. We're going to think locally, act locally now. We didn't need a national education policy anyways. We never did. This is part of the problem of all the stupidity. And I said it about the Trump administration over and over again. I said it with the National Garden of Heroes, all this stuff. What are we doing? But the, the fact is, you can't erase history. But this is exactly what the 1776 people want to do. Despite being abolished by the Biden administration, the 1776 commission established by President Trump to develop a patriotic education curriculum lives on. A patriotic education curriculum. What is patriotic? What does it actually mean? Is it just rah-rah pro-American nationalism or something else? Is patriotism American nationalism? Actually, absolutely not. Patriotism, in many ways, is defined by your adherence to the principles of the Constitution, of decentralization, of American liberty. These are things, but American nationalism, no. The commission's executive director, Matthew Spaulding, told Just the News that the panel is staying, uh, staying operational despite losing its federal charter and shifting its focus to state and local elections. Website and new social media presence are forthcoming. Oh boy, this is going to be great. Um, Matthew Spaulding, I attacked Matthew Spaulding in, the, in my, well, sort of attacked. I just made a comment about him in my piece at Chronicles Magazine, and Michael Anton was very upset about that. Very upset. It was a sloppy drive-by, but did I not, what I said about Matthew Spaulding, is it not correct? He believes in, in this claptrap, which is what I called it. It is of lies, the proposition nation myth. You can abolish a commission. You can take the report off the website, but you can't erase history, Spaulding told the John Solomon Report. These things are intimately connected, really kind of hit a nerve, tapped into something, which is a deep underlying debate about the nature of America and what it means and how should we look at it. How should we look at its history? How should we look at it today? And should we look at its principles as they're applied to current questions? And you can't get rid of that. Well, I don't think that, this is what exactly what the 1619 Project is looking to do. You see, they're both looking to do the exact same thing, and they both believe the same core, which is the proposition nation. And this is not merely a narrow political question that one president or a legislature should, could come in and merely reverse, like a regulation. This is a debate that goes on the heart of our country. It's been going on since the beginning, and it's the essential debate and discussion that citizens by right should have and are going to have regardless of what the government does. Spalding said the 1776 Commission, which holds the belief that America is founded on the principles of the Declaration of Independence and Critical Race Theory, which holds America as an inherently racist country, cannot coexist. The, seventh, the Critical Race Theory. Okay, I agree here. And Critical Race Theory, of course, is what they're talking about. But the 1619 Project, which is what is being put into schools through curriculum, which is what Critical Race Theory is built on in many ways, is two sides of the same coin. It's two sides of the same coin. They had to abolish the commission, and it's important for everyone to understand that. We don't have two different uh, conversations going on here. 
And as in one is about 1776 history and those about, you know, identity politics, critical race theory and these other ideas. The fact of the matter is that the dominant progressive view about systemic racism and critical race theory, identity politics, equity, whatever the term they're using, they keep changing the terms. That's not merely an opinion. They must reject the other way of doing things. These things cannot coexist, but they but they can because they're built on the same thing. Putting the 1776 commission into schools is simply going to create another, because then the question is going to be, well, if you say that America is built on this idea, this proposition that all men are created equal, if you say that, then how do they, I mean, this is what leftists have been saying for years in schools. Well, if you say that, then, but the founders didn't believe that. And the, what the 1776 commission people, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They certainly believed it. Yeah, they did. Well, no, they, they really didn't believe that. They didn't believe it at all. Thomas Jefferson didn't believe it. He didn't believe it. The, Connecticut, Connecticut in 1818 writes a constitution that has that line in it. And at the same time, they banned blacks from voting in Connecticut. Did they really believe that all people were equal? Of course not. They didn't believe it at all. So why do we run around telling lies that this is what they believed? I want to say, okay, they didn't believe it. But that's, that doesn't mean anything for us today because we've decided that we're going to hold a different definition of that or that we believe in universal suffrage or we believe in whatever we want to believe in. But that doesn't mean anything. You see, again, we're focusing on that one line when we shouldn't focus on it at all because it was the least important part of the Declaration of Independence. The least important part. They had to abolish the commission. I said this. Then he says this, either all men are created equal, which is the claim of 1776, which is also, by the way, the claim defended by Lincoln and freeing the slaves and Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement, right? So here we go. This is evidence, again, that what we're talking about is the exact, the 1619 Project and 1776 are based on the same thing. Lincolnian nationalism, the left-wing lurch in 1865 of the United States. It's not conservative. They're not conserving anything. They're simply trying to hold off. They're trying to hold back the reins or trying to close that Pandora's box. It's going to close it a little more and not let everything out of it. Just a little bit. We're going to close it just a little bit more. Once you open it, you can't, though. You can't shut that thing. They're going to run with it. So we're, Oh, no, wait. You're going too far with this idea. Too far. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King eventually will get canceled because... He's not woke enough. Either it's true or it's not. Simple as that. And if it's not, then it's merely a matter of will. And who's the strongest? And who has the most activists? And who can control legislatures and force things into the classroom? Well, this is exactly what's true. It's always been that way. That's what politics is. It's all about power. These people are just delusional. Spalding discussed a recent statement made by the 1776 Commission members emphasizing the role of the states in education. We should a statement really emphasizing this. The federal government has no role in curriculum. Zero. No constitutional power, no authority. Well, that's 100% true. They can't do it by using money to get around that, which is what this executive order or this regulation, Department of Education regulation, is trying to do on critical race theory. Can't do it. It's the authority of the state and the state legislatures, especially that control curriculum. However, they have a lot of money, and they can force you to do things, and they do force people to do things, and that's the embarrassing part of the entire American educational process. They can force people to do things all the time, and they do it all the time. Constitution Day is a nice example. September 17th, you want federal money? You better teach Constitution Day. 
The right does this stuff. <laughs> it's silly. And then beyond that, it's really a matter of school boards, schools, or parents. Our statements talks about the fundamental right of parents to control the education of their children. So we encourage governors and state legislatures to be on top of this. Don't go down this other path, which is to reject 1776 in favor of the current fad, which is actually to teach racism in classrooms. What they should revisit and do, make sure their curriculums are in good shape, reform them. So what, what the, the point of all this is they're using history incorrectly. They're, they're against teaching racism in classrooms. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. That's great. Let's not teach any type of racism one way or the other in classrooms. Of course, you can talk about how people were, made racist statements or people did racist things or whatever. I mean, this is, this is part of, of looking at history. But don't teach one is right and one is wrong. That's, that's the real issue here. And 1776 is trying to smooth over some bumps in American history and say, ah, oh, no, 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 these people weren't racist. Lincoln was a racist. If you're going to say that you can't teach the founding, and this is, again, you're going to have to get that, that piece I re- responded to Michael Anton. If you're, he's trying to insinuate that I'm somehow pro-slavery or pro-racism in that piece, I'm just saying this is, these things are true. You can't get around it. And if he's saying, well, if then they're racist, we can't admire them. But how can you admire Abraham Lincoln then, who was a racist? Oh, he wasn't a racist. Yes, he was. His statements clearly show Abraham Lincoln was a racist. So he's just being a hypocrite. The broader kind of political, philosophical point he's making, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. He also reacted to former Attorney General William Barr's recent speech that raised the possibility that new leftist school curricula should be, could be challenged in the courts as the unconstitutional state sanction of secularism as a religion. The broader kind of political philosophical point he's making, I think, is absolutely correct about, which is that secularism has become really a religion of itself that raises problems, you know, just on its face. I think there will be cases before, because if you look at secularism in an ideological way, you will inevitably end up violating religious liberty of religious believers, which, of course, is a fundamental protection, the first freedom under our Bill of Rights. So I see why those, so I see those will happen. They're already happening. Those will happen more, and I could see how that could lead to a how it comes up in what context is maybe harder to see. We're going to get into incorporation because now he's bringing up incorporation. This is Lincolnian America. He's bringing up incorporation. Hamiltonian, Lincolnian America. We're getting to that. Spalding continued, but, you know, at some point, right, you're going to see a legal confrontation between religion as traditionally understood. Let's just say a Christian school or a student, a Christian student or a Jewish student or a Muslim student who wants to live out their faith in the context of their schooling through habit, through dress, through, you know, activities, whatever it might be, or refusing to do something or being taught something that violates their religious faith. At some point, that comes up against this other claim, which, if, if it's increasingly looked at as the equivalent of a state religion, that could go a million different directions. So that is something I think that is quite disturbing. But the immediate thing, I worry about is that students in public schools, which are being sent to those schools by parents who want their kids to get a good education, a good and fair education, math, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, don't quite realize that their students are actually being taught about taught a religion, despite what religion they may have, what which they practice at home. That's the real problem. Well, okay, the 1776 report, this reverence for the founders, the way that these people have it, in a way that's it's uh, creating creating a fairy tale. That's also a religion. I mean, let's be frank about this. It's also a religion. What you're trying to, you're saying, well, the 1619 religion is bad, but get the 1776 religion. 
1619 project is bad interpretation, so get our bad interpretation. They're both bad interpretations because they're both based on a myth that doesn't exist. Spalding added those who are interested in following the 1776 commission and its report can look it up online, purchase the book with its footnotes of the report sources, and that a web and social media presence will be upcoming. This is one thing that Anton said. Well, you didn't use any footnotes in your piece, and the commission report has footnotes. Oh my gosh, it has footnotes? Well then, certainly it, it's right. If it has footnotes, then everything they said is right, because it's footnoted. Dirt to dirt to dirt. This is derpity derp derp stuff right here. I mean, this is stupid. Uh, I mean, what's a footnote? Oh my gosh, Anton, I've never heard of that before. A footnote. So, anyways, we have to be careful of these things. Now, Florida's given out three thousand bucks apparently if you want to go and you get the new indoctrination. You get trained how to not teach. Critical race theory, they're going to give you 3000 bucks. Who's not going to sign up for that? Hey, give me 3000 bucks, and I, I mean, I'll, I'll go do it, but I'm not going to do it, really. But I'll go, I'll go get the money. Give me 3000 bucks in the indoctrination. I'll take it. So, anyways, this is the main issue. This is I've got some real problems with this stuff, but um, it's an embarrassment in so many ways that we've got this being called conservative in America. It's not. It's in no way conservative. None of this stuff is conservative. The Lincolnian vision of America is not conservative. It's not. The Declaration, that line of the Declaration, it was downplayed. It was. And the founders really didn't care that much about it. This is true. The 1619 people are correct on this side. They're true. It's true. So... What, what the 1776 people have to do, like Matthew Spaulding, is lie about it. And then they have to trot out people like Martin Luther King and uh, Frederick Douglass and Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Abraham Lincoln. None of these people were conservative in 1861, let me tell you. This is why Dabney is saying, look, conservatism is just taking the discarded leftist heroes and making them their own. That's what American conservatism is. These people are too blind to see it. They're, they're too stupid to get out of their own way. You start championing Lincoln... And you're running into the problem of you're never really going to be conservative then. So, and as defining conservatism, I've done it on this podcast, but let me just say it again. Calhoun said it best when he said he's a conservative because he's a state's rights man. He believes in the original Constitution. Richard Weaver, the Constitution has a series of no's that you can't do. It's opposition to centralization. It's it's pro-liberty. It's pro-federalism. Liberty, not equality with a capital E. These are the things that conservatives champion. Not the stupidity of trying to run around saying which founder is the least racist or this founder was racist, this wasn't. And we got to have the Southern boogeyman in all this too. you got to have that. Well, the Democrats are bad because they fired on Fort Sumter, but yet we're, and we want to act like Lincoln, but when the Democrats act like Lincoln, we don't want to act like Lincoln, but yet then we need to act like Lincoln again. And we need to go out and believe in the proposition nation unless Joe Biden says it or the left says it, then it's wrong. But when we say it, it's right. Stupid. Stupid. All right. I'll see you next time on the Brian McClanahan Show. See you then.